Welcome to the Human Being Unleashed podcast, where we redefine, realign, and reimagine what it means to be human so that you can live a life with the health, wealth, and relationships that are inherently yours. I can make $100,000 a month, no problem. But when I hit it, I totally stop myself from producing more. Believe it or not, this was a statement that my client told me when I asked him what caused him to reach out to me. He said, you know, I'm the super disciplined person, but when I'm winning, I don't let myself be that person anymore. It's like I'm too scared of being too successful. It'd be a familiar feeling for you, whether your upper limit is $100,000 a month, $100,000 a year, a great relationship, a healthy body. You know, many of us hold ourselves back from being, doing and having what we really, really want. And a lot of us, we suddenly start dropping the ball whenever these things are going really good or we suddenly start fearing the possibility of losing everything when we're winning. Um, I've seen it happening. I mean, a lot of times it's interesting what we do as human beings, right? But just know that you're not alone. And at the, uh, and also this problem does not have to be a permanent one. All right. Inside of this podcast, we'll discuss what self-sabotage is, where it comes from and how you can overcome it. So first, what is self-sabotage and how does it look? Well, you see, self-sabotage is really described by a lot of people as a I like to say, um, to put it simple, it's like you're thinking and doing things that stop you from doing what you want to do or being who you want to be and having what you want to have, right? It's like you have these thought and behavior patterns that are not aligned with who you want to be and where you want to go. It can look different for a lot of people. You know, here's uh, some of the different ways self-sabotage can show up for people. I know these are, I have a list here. This is actually what I've seen in my clients. So, you know, seeing success and then taking the foot off the gas because they feel like, you know, um, they won't be able to do it again or they just feel super happy that they got something. So they're just like, oh, let me just take my foot off the gas. That right there is a very, very, very common form of self-sabotage. Next is not doing what you say you're going to do, making commitments and just not keeping up with them neglecting your self-care for the sake of success um, or neglecting your self-care for the sake of other people's self-care, right? Like being the kind of person who takes care of everybody but yourself, um, avoiding conflictive situations, making a lot of money and then making poor decisions and that result in losing it and then judging yourself harshly. There's many different things um, that can look like it, but there's just a few ways that self-sabotage can show up in our lives. In short, guys, self-sabotage is really anything that you would describe as getting in your own way and becoming your own upper limit. Now, what actually causes self-sabotage? Well, to answer this, let's explore the source of our behavior in general. Now, all behavior is preceded by a feeling, as you guys know this, and I'm always going to beat this drum. I am never going to stop beating this drum. All behavior is preceded by a feeling, meaning that all actions come from our emotional state. You cannot act without there being an emotion present, all right? There's not a moment where emotions are not there. In every moment, life is a feeling, okay? We're emotional beings. So behavior problems are not really behavior problems. Behavior problems are always emotional problems. I'm going to say that again. 
Behavior problems are not really behavior problems. They are emotional problems. Behavior patterns are emotional patterns. So self-sabotage and behavior comes from emotional conflict. And as you guys know, where do your emotions come from? Your beliefs. You got that right. I'm trusting that you answered that in your own mind or maybe you said it out loud. But um, so if you listen to the show, you already know I am an absolutely big storyteller. Storytelling is my jam. And I want to go ahead and share with you a quick story that um, demonstrates why people self-sabotage. And it's uh, this is actually a very interesting story. And I'm going to even go as far to share a personal story. So I had a fear of conflict for a while. Like it was just like I feared conflictive situations. Anything that would lead to confrontation, I used to have a lot of fear around. Like literally anything, anything that could potentially lead to confrontation um, caused me a lot of anxiety, would cause me to contract and all of this stuff. And uh, it really started to um, get in my way in business. As I started to grow and grow and grow, I noticed that like the biggest bottleneck was me. <laughs> so I decided to do a little, um, a little work on myself to take myself back to a memory. And by the way, guys, I'm actually going to so I actually used a uh, video. Uh, so I have a pre-recorded video. It guides me through a it guides not just me, but anybody who goes through it. It guides you through a process where it's able to actually take you back to a moment in time where you find what belief or what moment you picked up a certain belief that could be letting you that can be getting in your way today. So you can let go of that. Uh, so all you got to do is go to www rewiremythoughts.com slash unshakable or just click the show notes below and I'll get that over to you. But um, this is what happened during my session. I wanted to get to the root cause as to why I kept self-sabotaging by avoiding conflict because avoiding conflict and avoiding conflicted situations is definitely self-sabotage. And um, anyways, here we go. Especially when it gets to the point where it's like literally preventing you from growing, right? And that's where it was for me. So I was like, you know, I need to get over this. So I took myself back to a moment. And in this moment, it was very interesting. I was six years old. I was sitting in my mom's big red truck. She called her Big Red. Her. She called her Big Red. <laughs> I think it's so funny how people like give their cars genders and names. And I've never ever done that. But my brother does that. My mom does that. It's weird. Anyways, uh, no shame to anybody who does that. Do your damn thing, all right? Um, but um, uh, anyways, back to what I was saying. I was sitting in the back of the truck. We were in the parking lot at HEB on 7th Street. If you're if you live in Austin, Texas, you know this infinite spot. We were sitting on, we were sitting in the parking lot. And then my older brother, Vincent, I was six, so he would have been, he's nine years older than me. Oh, my math is horrendous. Whatever six plus nine is, six plus six equals 12 plus 315. <laughs> Can't believe I really just did that live. Okay, but um, he was 15 years old. Guys, I graduated with a 1.7 GPA, all right? But he was 15 He was fifteen years old. I was six. I was sitting in the back seat with my other older brother, who was about eight at the time. And uh, my dad pulls up 
my dad and my mom were they've been divorced for a while so like my dad pulls up in his truck i think he like pulled up to like like say something to my mom or like give something to my mom or something i don't know anyways he pulls up and in this memory it's very vivid all of a sudden my dad and my brother start arguing my oldest brother they start arguing then my oldest brother gets out of the car he goes around the front and then him and my dad just start going at it they 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 don't start they don't fist fight per se like they weren't throwing like closed fists at each other but they were basically wrestling on the floor like my brother pushed my dad my dad went grabbed my brother pulled him on the ground they were like doing some ufc shit on the ground that sounds you know i'm laughing about it now but it was for a six-year-old this was some scary shit seeing my dad and my brother in a position to where they can both be harmed and in this moment, I started screaming at the top of my lungs, crying, screaming, stop, stop, stop. And as I was screaming, stop, 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 they were not stopping. And so in that moment, I made that mean something. And I made that mean that I can't solve problems. Because I saw them fighting. I tried to solve it by saying, stop. They didn't listen. In my mind, I can't solve problems. So I immediately associated the fact that I had an identity of not being able to solve problems. And then here I was avoiding conflict. Why? Because I felt like I could not solve problems. And now I'm able to now I'm able to go through the conflict, whatever it is I need to go through. Why? Because I know deep down that I can solve problems because I'm not that six year old boy anymore. Right. You see, I say this story to show you how deeply these decisions go towards. I mean, like how how long these decisions can stick with us and how they really impact us. And so the only reason I was self-sabotaging was not because I lacked discipline, not because I was. Um, I was, uh, you know, incapable. I simply self-sabotaged because I had a real belief that I was not able to solve problems. The root cause was a belief. It was nothing else. The root cause, as you already know by listening to this show, the root cause to all behavior patterns comes from things we believe to be true about ourselves and what is possible. Let me say this. You do not do what you say, my friends. You do what you believe. I, I believe I've said that before on this show, but I'm going to say it again. You do not do what you say. You do what you believe. All the time. All right. Now, there's three main reasons people self-sabotage when things are going well. I'm going to just run through these very quickly. After working with all these entrepreneurs personally to overcome these emotional, emotional behavior patterns, I've seen that there's... Three main reasons people start self-sabotaging when they're winning. Number one is growing up, you experienced something that made you feel like you were not worthy, loved, accepted, wanted, or deserving, right? Most of us think we hold ourselves back because we're not disciplined, committed, or we don't want it bad enough, but more often than not, that's rarely the case. Most people hold themselves back because they feel like they aren't worthy or deserving of having what they want. 
right? Um, I'm not sure if I sell, if I share this story with you, but I had a client um, who suddenly started fearing the fact that he was going to lose all of, his, all of his money when he was doing well. He done just over eight figures in sales in three years, and he was waiting for the other shoe to drop. His chest would get tight, and he felt like he wanted to cry on a daily basis. This led him to stop showing up as the leader he wanted. So I um, took him through neural remapping to find the root cause and let it go. And he went back to a memory where he was eight years old playing a basketball game. His dad also happened to be the coach. And on this particular day, they won the game. But for some reason, his dad didn't celebrate or congratulate him for winning the game. Instead, his dad was critiquing him on what he could have did better, which made him feel like, damn, nothing I do is ever going to get my dad to love me. And so he believed that he was unworthy of fully being loved by his dad. And the funny thing is, is later in life, he got into business because he said, I got into business for the sole purpose of making my dad proud. So he got into business because he wanted his dad to be proud, which meant he associated business with dad. So the moment business started doing good, he feared losing it all because he didn't feel worthy of having it because business and dad's love are the same thing in his mind. So maybe you're procrastinating, not because you're lazy. Maybe you're doing it because you don't feel worthy enough to have what you want to take the action. Maybe you don't feel worthy enough to have what the action is going to get you. Interesting thought. Next is learn powerlessness. It's the second reason we self-sabotage. Some people self-sabotage their success because they genuinely feel like they are not capable of achieving what they want. So when they do it, they freak out and sabotage it. This can be a learned behavior response. Um, and like, it's like an emotional sense of powerlessness. Like, like, uh, in the example I shared above, I felt powerless, right? I went through an experience that made me come to a conclusion about life. I picked up a belief that I was powerless, right? Like I can't solve problems. Um, another belief, a lot of common beliefs that cause this powerlessness is this feeling of powerlessness is I am not good enough. I can't fight back. I am powerless. I am useless. I am bad. I am a burden. I have no control. I am at the mercy of my nature or I'm at the mercy of my environment. I'm at the mercy of my past. These kind of beliefs create that or the subconscious is is running the show. These kind of beliefs create powerlessness. Okay. Uh, or really any, any kind of belief uh, that just causes you to lack your own sense of responsibility for what you can and can't respond to. Okay. Now, um, one of my clients, he had a core belief that he was not good enough because he always came second in sports as a kid. So when he made over six figures as a 20 year old adult, he started distracting himself, losing all the money because he didn't believe that anything he wanted was good enough. In fact, I shared his story on uh, the episode, a story of overcoming procrastination. Um, if you will, you'll see that if you look through, but anyways, he felt powerless and the more success he had, the more powerless he felt because he went on, uh, because this went against his core beliefs about himself. Now, the third reason that people self-sabotage is you feel guilty at some level for being who you are. Let me say that again. You feel guilty at some level for just being who you are. You see, I had a client who was a top salesman at a big tech company. After quickly performing well in his career, he got promoted to sales manager, a position that held a lot more authority. Suddenly, in this new role, this confident, enthusiastic, and successful salesperson began feeling anxious before meetings. His heart would erase because 
uh, before he had to lead presentations. Um, he would feel like the world was ending when he had to meet with big business partners. Um, and when we worked on solving this together, he went back to a memory where he was witnessing his dad pick his bags. Uh, he, he was witnessing his dad pack his bags, sorry, his dad pack his bags and leave the family house. He was witnessing his, the moment his dad was leaving the house because his parents were getting a divorce. And he remembers they always fought over money. They were always saying, we don't have enough money to take care of the kids and all these bills. So as a 12-year-old, hearing that, we don't have enough money because of the kids. He thought, damn, they divorced because of me. This is my fault. He felt like he was the center of the divorce, which gave him the fear of being the center of attention. So when he got promoted and began leading a team, all this fear came up. Why? Because he was the center of attention, but not just that. It was just he. He was feeling guilty for being him. All, since 12 years old because he thought that his parents split up because of him, which was totally, totally not the case, okay? Now, remember, if you want to overcome self-sabotage, guys, the answer is a simple one because there's really only one way to overcome self-sabotage, and that is to eliminate the core belief behind the behavior pattern. Of course, however, there's many ways of doing that, but the only way to truly eliminate the thought and behavior patterns that are sabotaging your success is to trace those patterns back to the root belief that is creating the problem in the first place. Trust me when I say you will always find it when you look for it. And there's really two main ways you can look for your beliefs. The first way is to really write, list out your core beliefs through self-reflection. Grab a journal, write, what do I believe about myself? What do I believe about life? What do I believe about others? List all of that. The next thing is just to follow your emotions. When you're finding yourself sabotaging your success, make it a point to pause and notice what you're feeling. When you notice what you're feeling, begin watching thoughts that are present with that feeling. If you watch this stream of consciousness in the midst of the feeling and begin writing these down, you will clearly see that there are beliefs you have about yourself and reality. And understand that these are beliefs about reality, but not reality itself. Okay? Once you are aware of the beliefs causing your self-sabotage, remove the belief. Okay? Now, how do you remove the belief? Well, I don't want to make this podcast too long. So, if you actually go to um, look at one of the other episodes, it's... Four ways, four effective ways for overcoming limiting beliefs. There are four ways to overcome limiting beliefs, and I dropped that in the podcast below. So scroll through a couple of episodes. You'll see that. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to it. If you have, re-listen to it and put one of those into action. And look, if you feel like, well, let me, let me put it this way. Self-sabotage, to wrap this all up, guys, self-sabotage is really just Engaging in thought and behavior patterns that prevent you from doing, being, and having what you want to be. It's an emotional problem, not a behavior problem. And the only way to ultimately overcome that self-sabotage is to find the root belief behind it and eliminate it. All right? Now, if you'd like some help accelerating your results and eliminating it very quickly, then just go to... Um, Go to the www.rewiremythoughts.com slash apply. There's going to be two links in the show notes for you. First link is going to be www.rewiremythoughts.com slash unshakable. That's going to be the video that's going to guide you through the process that I went through to get down to that core belief to overcome my fear of conflict. The second thing that that um, is going to be there is the same URL, just 
backslash uh, apply, rewiremythoughts.com slash apply. If you want to learn a little bit more about neuro remapping and about how I can help you eliminate these problems in three sessions or less, go ahead and go to that. But aside from that, I hope you found a lot of value in this episode here and a lot of value in the story shared today. And just know that you are safe no matter what and whatever you want is available to you. It's safe to go and get it. And most importantly, my friends, most importantly, it is absolutely safe to be you.